0: The only thing worse than a root canal is looking for a job on the internet. Hello everybody, this is Anthony Moore with Career Daily. I am here to put the human back in human resources. Let me be your competitive advantage on the job market. It is dog-eat-dog out there. Our research companies, new industries, I'll dig around, I'll figure out who some of the hiring leaders are, and I'll post all this information on our exclusive Facebook networking group. You'll also hear amazing interviews from professionals that I'm interviewing all across the country. Some are inspiring, some are very informative, some duds. I'll leave the duds out. Stay tuned for today's episode. You are being discriminated against right now. Don't believe me? I'm not talking about your race, I'm not talking about the color of your skin, I'm not talking about your religion. I'm talking about resume discrimination. It is happening. It's happening right now. It happens every single second someone looks at your LinkedIn profile or your resume. So you better get it right. Hey guys, we're going to cover the most important aspects of the resume. I'm not going to go through some of the common things that maybe you see online. I'm going to give you the insider tips from an an executive recruiter. And I'm going to break this thing into four parts. The theme, your accomplishments, how you discuss the companies on your resume, and how to hide your age. You got it. You better be doing that if you are over 40 or over 50 in most cases. Okay, so let's get into it. What is a resume theme? It's your elevator pitch, okay? It's what you do. It's what you save, achieve, what you make. It's what you print on the back of your business card when, you, when you're when you asked, what do you do? This is what you say. And it's got to be powerful. It has to be a value add. It cannot be a blah, 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 30,000 foot, just gobbledygook of information that people don't understand, that they don't connect with. You need to say something that just in that, you need to say something that people instantly remember. So when they have a problem, they remember, Oh, this is the person who can fix that problem. So let me, let me kind of break it down for you about the theme. It's not a summary. A lot of people put summaries or objectives on the resume. That's not what I'm talking about. The theme would be, let's just use myself, yours truly, as an example. Improving talent acquisition, people, processes, and systems. That's it. That's my theme. I could even say something about increased revenue if I wanted to work that in. So that becomes the single point of focus for your entire resume. You are not going to try to bring up all these other tangents. If the role you want, for example, is within talent acquisition and this is the value you bring, then that becomes your theme and everything else in your resume supports the theme. That's it. So the natural question is, okay, well, what if there are multiple jobs or multiple ideas or types of positions you want to go after, then you might need a new theme for every single resume, which would mean you have to tailor your accomplishments and the company information that you're going to be providing, which we're going to get into in a minute. So the theme becomes very important. Part two, accomplishments. If I have seen a 100 resumes... I will tell you, very few actually really bring out their accomplishments in support of their theme. Yes, they'll throw accomplishments on the resume, but they don't necessarily tie into. For example, if I said I improve process, people, and structure, and then I go off and talk about how I'm a great writer, that doesn't really tie in. Okay, So what I'd want to talk about for the people side then I could talk about an accomplishment where I trained and I developed the search consultants and over a six to 12 month period, their revenues increased by X. So that's a direct correlated accomplishment tying back into my theme of improving people. It's not hard, but you have to be mindful and know that that's the goal of the resume is to build everything around the theme and then build all your accomplishments to support that theme and i prefer a chronological resume so you you tag your accomplishments you know by the job when they happened now of course there are tasks and there are duties and responsibilities you can put some of those in there but don't overwhelm the the reader with lots of tasks and duties because most of the time people understand based on your title what you're doing so just put in the absolute major responsibilities and tasks Okay, part three, company information. This is one area that people completely miss. There is a wonderful opportunity here to sell yourself. The more complex, the more complicated, the more the more obstacles, the more challenges that you can show that you have lived through and been successful in, the better chances that people have of thinking that you can do it for them. No, what do I mean by that? Okay. Let's think of a really fast-growing company. Let's just use Amazon, for example. We all know they've they've grown, you know, meteoric growth. So if you were to describe the point in which you started and the point that you left Amazon and you said they grew by, you know, X number of billions, and the department you were in grew by X number of employees and processes processes and systems, you would be showing, through this company information, just incredible growth and the need for innovation that was required to be in your role and to be in that company. So Amazon's an easy one. Everyone knows Amazon. The problem is you probably have worked for companies that no one knows about. So you've got to take one to two sentences to really highlight what the company is. You need to mention, are they publicly traded? Are they private? How many employees work in the company? What are the revenues? You may not know this, so you might have to guesstimate and try to figure out what's the, what's the general size. And for example, if you're in accounting and you're in a $25 million firm, the person who's interviewing you If it's a controller, they understand that there's less complexity in a $25 million firm than if you are an accountant in a $500 million firm. So that's why revenues matter, because it does point to complexity. So other information that you want to include in the company, are they public? Are they private? How many people? What are their revenues? What's the industry? What is being sold? Right? What's unique about the company? Use it as an opportunity to sell the glitz and the glamour of that company to make yourself shine. Make the company shine. Make the company look special. Special companies hire special people. You're a special person. If you just put the company name in there, don't put any adjectives to describe what they do, you have completely lost one of the biggest areas where people are discriminating. You want that discrimination to go in a positive way. And you know, when I talk about discrimination, we discriminate all the time. Should we buy a product? Should we hang out with a person? Do we want to go see this movie? We are discerning. People discern what they like. So use the power of discernment that people are naturally using to tilt tilt the scales in your favor. So the final And maybe the most controversial aspect of the resume is to hide your age. And, of course, you can go the other way, and if you don't have a lot of experience, then you just want to make it look like you have more experience, right, by using internships. But this comment really is directed at people who have been working for 20 or 30 years and they find themselves on the job market. People do discriminate based on age. They have weird feelings and notions that older people more experienced people, for whatever reason, they're slower. They don't have the technology or they're not that savvy or they're not going to fit in with a young, hip company. All of that is false. 100% false. I know young people who act old. I know old people who act young. So this is, uh, it, that this is actually an EEOC discrimination. And we have the EEOC for a reason because people do discriminate. So one of the ways you can get around having people discriminate based on age is take the years of your graduation off your resume. If you graduated back in 1979 or 1980 or whenever it was, remove that date. That is not helping you. People do easy math. You graduated in 1980, today's 2020, you've been working for 40 years. That's, you're hurting yourself, in my opinion. So take that off. Now, Look at the last 15 years of your experience. Is that the most important experience? Most would say it is. So you literally could drop the first umpteen number of years and just focus on the last 15 years. Yeah, but Tony, I like some of the companies I worked with before, and some of those companies were great foundational companies, and whatever your reasons are, okay. So if you've got a company back in your earlier experiences that really – was foundational and everyone knows and there's something special about it. I would still take the approach of here are the last 15 years. Then you could put a line item and say additional experience and drop that company in and you don't have to mention any dates. That's my opinion. You don't have to take it. It's free advice, but you just don't want to be screened out because of age. You want to be left in the pile Let them figure out later that's their problem, okay? If you have any additional questions, head over to the Facebook group, put a comment in. Don't forget, head over to LinkedIn and follow me. We'll talk to you tomorrow.